Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Dungeon Court. You don't need to say that, but we say it anyway. Yes. I am Supreme Crit Justice Caldwell Tanner, joined by the beautiful, the benevolent, the glowing... Bailiff Hurwitz. Very nice. Thank you. Indeed. You I don't know what? hear that often enough, actually. It's a new day. It's a new paradigm mm-hmm. because uh, two of our justices, uh, Justices Axford and Murphy, are on vacation. Yes. I thought they fled the court in disgrace. but We they're... weren't going to publicly say that, but yes, they right. have sequestered themselves. I see. Uh, they are being investigated for several crimes uh, against, <laughs> against Dice D&D, Christ, Dice Christ <laughs> yeah. and also uh, the United States. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but in a pinch, in a pinch, while they are having a, a hiatus, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, we've recruited two incredible justices. We have justices Julia Lepetit and Justice Nathan Yaffe here with us. Wow. Hello. Thanks Welcome for having aboard. us. Welcome. Oh, yeah, thanks, thanks for coming. For us. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, we're honored. If, honored. You're, if you're unaware, uh, they are both from the YouTube channel Drawfee, which is a drawing channel, which you, you might have seen me on uh, back in the day. But in addition to that, they are currently running uh, a, a very cool game called Drawtectives, which is a role-playing game, but with uh, art elements added into it uh, that Julia is the game master for. Yeah. Wow. It's fun to be uh, the, the master of that game. And now I'm being called a justice, and I feel like I have too much power. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the combination of the two is too mm-hmm. much for me the power does often go straight to someone's head mm-hmm. yeah oh it i'm already there quickly yeah. yeah okay good it feels good, good. yeah <laughs> it's not going to cancel they don't cancel each other out though it mm-hmm. just compounds not enough power eh too much power yum 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 yeah. am Maybe i a that. god now <laughs> remains to be seen Wait probably the second half of the show <laughs> mm-hmm. well uh now that we are all feeling comfortable in our positions and ready to uh dole out justice bailiff do you have a case for us Actually, before we do that, we have two new justices, actually just nominated justices. You guys uh, must first take the oath of the Supreme Crit. My apologies, Bailiff. I've spoken out of turn. (laughs) This is still my courtroom. (laughs) Yeah, I was told this oath was very important. So 
I've it got is. it. Yeah. Yeah. Julie and Nathan have both pricked their finger to sign it in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you just needed the finger? I went full palm. Well, oh, wow. Yeah, no, that is a lot dedicated. of blood. <laughs> Getting okay. everywhere. We're going to need to get some paper towels for that. It's not clotting at all. It's just flowing. <laughs> wow. We'll get you a bucket if that's okay. <laughs> it, listen, if I dip my hand in that bucket and it fills up to pass my hand, that means it stops bleeding. So we just got to get to that point. That's how that's how liquid works. <laughs> I'm okay with it if, if you are, Bailiff. You guys are already thinking like we want you to on the Supreme Court. <laughs> um, so I guess you guys can say the oath at the same time. I oh, think. yeah. We, I don't think we've ever done a, a double oath. but oh. let's... Well, normally we're recording remotely, but we're all in the room together. So I think we're going to get a nice cadence. I think that, mm-hmm. honestly, this is going to be the best oath yet. Yeah. Unless we mess up, in which case we were recording remotely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Sorry if about the lag. there's a little bit of a delay, yeah, between yeah. me and Nathan. Well, if we mess up, you do have to go into the other room and record remotely. We're going to make <laughs> you record in the bathroom. <laughs> and you have to use your phone instead of the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm going to sit on the stairs. Record from there. So echoey. Come on. Hold on, guys. There's a guy coming in with a bike. Hold, okay. hold for bike. Oh, hold that has to be my Amazon brother. again. <laughs> bike check. How do we want to start this? Should we, do you we'll want count, to count, we'll count us in? Bail if you want Bail to count, count us in. Yeah. Three, two, one. I, Nathan Julia Yaffe, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the players as well as the DMs against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I will take this obligation of my own volition and that, and that I, I will well and faithfully embark upon this noble pursuit of justice. So help me, gods. No fucking lie, I actually got chills. <laughs> <laughs> I got chills. Good. Yeah, yeah, we did well. We did. Yeah. Oh, that was beautifully read. I got chills for another reason. Where I was like, "What are we making them agree to? <laughs> <laughs> is this too much? This is several we pages have to check long." With a lawyer? <laughs> now that you guys are sworn in, let me say, "Hear ye, hear ye." Crit is now in session. The Honorable Supreme Crit Justices Tanner, Yaffe, and Lepetite presiding. Wow. 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 It's a new age. It sure is. So mm-hmm. let's kick it off with our first case coming from Tommy G. Tommy writes May it please the court, I humbly bring before you DM versus player the Soap Key case. Oh, if it's going where I think it's going, this is just like classic Columbo shit. This is like absolutely like, you know, some Agatha Christie bullshit and I'm here for it. Oh, very excited. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They write, I am a new DM running out of the abyss where the players start off as prisoners of the drow in the Underdark. Mm. I mentioned to my players that the guards have keys on their hips, thinking they would use this opportunity to pickpocket a key. My rogue decided instead of pickpocketing a key, he wanted to take a bar of soap and push it into a key to get an impression of it while it was on a guard's hip. I thought this was unrealistic, given the guard was awake and it would take too long to push a key into a bar of soap without the guard noticing. My player disagreed and grabbed a bar of soap IRL and pushed a fork into it to prove his point. I countered that the soap from his bathroom was soft from a recent shower and a fork provided a handle to push it in. My player ended up rolling really well on sleight of hand and I let him have his imprint of the key. But was I within my rights to say this wouldn't work? I mean, here's the thing. There's so many you layers. You set up the precedent right there, which is that if you take a quick shower and soften the soap, then it's good to go. Yep. So mm-hmm. if your rogue is a rogue, right? Yes, yes, If rogue. your rogue takes a quick shower in the corner of the cell, softens up that soap, 
no problems. Yeah, like, you've nothing, delivered the rules. There's nothing here saying that the soap in the in the jail cell was hard. Like it yeah, could be, exactly. it could also be soft. Yeah, what kind of soap are we working with in the underdark? You know, mm-hmm. it's, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of weird there. creatures it's down there. Down there. Mm-hmm. It's probably everything's kind of soft and and wet mm-hmm. and damp. Yeah. I just love that at this table, shower soap was just ready to go. Withdrawn. Yeah. yeah. Right. Was, yeah. He brought it out. Was like, let me show you. <laughs> Here's a fork. Here's the soap I washed myself with mere hours ago. You can still see several hairs on it, pubes and otherwise, but they're this, there. It's a nice reminder that not everyone records when they play. This exactly. just would not work for us. There's I, think, mics. I, mean, I feel like you have to reward the ingenuity of just like running to your bathroom and getting your Lever 2000 bar just to like prove a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is the part of me as a GM mm-hmm. that's just like, just I just... I just want you to interact with the thing. Yeah. The just for once, just for once, I want you to interact with the thing, the way that I want Why? you to interact with the thing. Yeah. And this. I would be like, "There's like the stubborn part of me where uh, my my reflex is like, no, it's that old prison soap that is dried out. Mm-hmm. It's like chips when you use it. Like, no, you can't press diddly into that. This feels soap. this feels pointed in my direction. <laughs> this is great. You know, <laughs> I was worried that without uh, Murph here, we were going to lose the salt. But like, I think no. we, oh. we have a new salt queen has arisen. I'm we... I'm halfway through season two of Draw Detectives <laughs> as the GM, and I've lost my mind. Wow, we've got we've got the DM's judge here. Yes. Murph, yes. Murph is Murph is far to the uh, the south. Is that what it is? We say we change it every time. Yeah, <laughs> ones ones are around the DM. Twenties are for the, for player. the player right yeah, yeah. So, so i think like yeah, moving to the 20 south. to the north that's for the player mm-hmm. uh one to the south so you are our southern judge and nathan shall be our northern point yeah uh and the bailiff and i shall do our best to remain impartial so that like, mm-hmm. the court can continue so As that it doesn't we, yeah. collapse in upon itself now how does this actually work the soap the, the soap. key like once you have okay. the imprint that's nice but yeah, don't you need, need the key you need some sort of uh <laughs> well, you need, need to then like pour like because this this is an old technique that yeah. people used to do but then they would pour something into the mold right. mm-hmm. on the soap so like you you gonna say you have some sort of molten stuff and you're yeah i mean could you make an ice key abyss. What about an ice key? I feel like that would just shatter if you tried to use it. Maybe. That's mm. true. You know, it's got a lot of little delicate ends to it, mm-hmm. little rods and stuff. And that is the question. If you poured molten metal into a bar of soap, <laughs> right. would it hold up to the scrutiny? That's going to melt yeah. the soap. You just That's need probably uh, going to melt the soap. What you need is someone on your team with mm-hmm. the shape earth cantrip to oh, shape earth okay, into the shape go. of the key, mm-hmm. harden oh. it up, get it in. You know, just use I, it for, right. I forgot that this was D and D and not jail. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's my that's my problem with the question. Is it's like, mm. is it realistic? What's realistic? It's mm. the you know, yeah. if it's hard to do, if it's near impossible to do, set yeah. the the challenge. That's DC, unrealistic. Okay, difficult. you're a prisoner of the drow in the underdark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're you taking this seriously. <laughs> you must use your incredible skill at pickpocketing to take the key, rather than using your incredible sleight of hand skill to do something else that also mm-hmm. would be undetected. Go off, King. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's maybe it's a little bit harder to do than just swiping the key off the guard that's Mm -hmm. awake. But yeah, just make the difficulty check harder. It sounds like the rogue rolled well. I think you're both right in different ways. Nathan, you're right that this is a very good use of uh, 
ingenuity. It's creative play. Julia, you're right to be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Being a DM is being annoyed, setting yeah. hard difficulties, yeah. checks for absurd mm-hmm. things your players want to do, and then being more annoyed when they roll really yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. That's like yeah. really, it all breaks down to are, that. Those are two very different, because sleight of hand, you can't use that check for two different actions, right? Like... A sleight of hand to pickpocket versus a sleight of hand to press soap. Is, <laughs> right. If, what do you do as a as the GM? Do you just set the DC a lot higher for the soap one? I, I wish think, we had I like think so. Yeah. I wish we had like a man on the street segment. It's <laughs> 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 like send somebody out into the streets of Brooklyn to just yeah. press soap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was harder tips. to press the soap for sure than it was to just take stuff. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. beaten up several times. But then you'd I'm, get the guy that's like, "Yeah, I could do that. I could." Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. Give me a bar soap. I'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. It's true. If you got like Matt Damon from uh, Oceans Twelve, Oceans Eleven, any even, of the oceans, honestly, really? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fuck it, even real life. I feel like <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon like has life. those skills. Yeah, yeah, if Damon's involved and he's pressing soap, I think that he could like get that imprint real clean. Knowing me, I think I'm more likely to let someone press soap into my body than to like take my keys off my belt loop. That's true. Like, I could picture the soap one happening. Yeah, you do a little bump. You do a little, like, oh, oh, I'm so, oh, what, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was, I, <laughs> sorry, I was, my face is dirty. Oh, uh, it's all Dude, this soap. covered in soap. And that's, <laughs> I suppose that's fine. On with your day, sir. <laughs> yeah, especially in like a big city, you, you can just get away with that. You're just like, oh, rub a dub, rub a dub. I've got a little of my magic soap on you. Farewell. <laughs> And then you just just slide off into the night. No one's the yeah. wiser. Yeah, that, now it's a performance check. That mm-hmm. you're making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all live in yeah. New York. When was the last time someone ran into you with uh, soap? <laughs> oh, man. On the way here. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I noticed you got that soap stain on your jeans. I know. It's mm. just, it's in my shoes even. Well, I wow. suppose. Full bars of soap. I suppose we must, we must rule. I think so. It seems like, you know. We're torn a little bit. It we're a like little we torn, but. You know, it's like. If you establish some world rules, mm-hmm. but also the difficulty as GM is that you have the part of you that's stubborn, but you also have the part of you that's like, I'm playing with my friends. I got to let them have fun with this thing. It's right. not, you know, it's not life or death. Which is, it, looks wow. like, it sounds like that's what Tommy ended up doing because they yeah. said, I let them use it. Mm-hmm. But was I right to say it shouldn't work? I think that you played this perfectly. Yeah. yeah. You said no, but then they like came at it sideways with a fun reason. You made them roll. Mm-hmm. They like pass the role, even though mm-hmm. it was really high. So I think that like, you kind of get to like play the role of the curmudgeonly DM, but like still get your friend to succeed. So I think it's a, a win-win across the board. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to rub your board. face and go fine. i don't like it but do it you know god i would love to be in that room when like the the player did that high sleight of hand roll because you know that that soap got passed around you know that that like soap literally got rubbed in the dm's face yeah (laughs) <laughs> and they're gonna the bring D- it up later like yeah. we're having another soap moment yeah. <laughs> you know that the next session they're gonna bring in a bar of soap between hamburger buns <laughs> eat that soap eat that soap idiot as my bonus item I bring a bar of soap <laughs> unfortunately so we, we've reached the point mm-hmm. of uh, this this hearing where we need to weigh in we need to deliver mm-hmm. a punishment unfortunately yeah. so it sounds like we are ruling in favor of who because the we agree with what the dm did yeah yeah but Mm -hmm. the question is player versus dm and who was right and i think 
Oh, the DM was right, so we're ruling against the player. But the player was also right. Yeah, everyone was right. Someone we, must be punished. It sounded, it <laughs> sounded punish like... both. Oh, that's great. But, punishment. Wow. The punishment yeah. is they have to keep playing with each other and just kind of butting heads. Yeah. Mm, we just, like, we harbor that tension. That's playing D&D. You've mm-hmm. described the act of playing D&D. Yes. The player gets to, to bring up the soap in future episodes and mm-hmm, then see mm-hmm, their friend's mm-hmm. face as they just grow more and more irritated every time, knowing that they're damaging that friendship, maybe forever yeah so this dm is just gonna put you in harder and harder prisons to break out of (laughs) there's no soap in this prison you don't get to shower yeah if this person keeps trying to use soap to solve problems you just have to like make stuff happen to their soap or make stuff happen to your world that needs soap yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. The, it's a really dirty, dirty place. It's a vile, disgusting yeah, place. Yeah, you can either clean it up, clean yourself, or have the key, but you can't do both. <laughs> oh, that's cool. You, yeah, you, you stumble upon the one orphanage in town, and there's a big sludge monster attacking it. What do you do? So that you, they're sentenced to play together forever, which sounds nice because mm-hmm. I feel like you know they they got a good energy. They yeah, have good tit for tat. Yeah, cat yeah. and mouse over here. They should always play with the bar of soap as well. Mm-hmm. So, so we're, yes. we're sentencing them to life, is what we're saying. Yes. Yes. Okay. Life playing together with with the soap. A softer punishment than we normally go for, but I like it. Yes. A, a cleaner soft... punishment. Yeah. <laughs> Just like soap. Well said. Let's see if the trend continues because the next case comes from Heidi A. To the bailiff, strong of body, and the justices, strong of mind. Wow, wow thank you. Whoa. Nice. Uh, may it please the court. I bring forth All the of case. our souls are rotten. <laughs> Heidi, you As, don't know me. Dude, <laughs> everything's fine as long as I'm fucking jacked, which Heidi clearly <laughs> thinks I am, and that's all that fucking matters. So you, so you know my soul is rotten. <laughs> I bring forth the case of the bard who won't cast spells. I DM for a first time player who desperately wants to be an Aarakocra bard named Akak. He says he loves playing support classes and wants to fly around the battlefield inspiring his friends with his bagpipes. The problem, what Akak actually wants, what he actually wants, Mm. is to be a tank, a level 9 bard. His normal turn is to use his action to stab a monster with his dagger, then he uses his bonus action to try again. He also doesn't heal anyone. One time the wizard was down and making death saves and he used his turn to stab a monster with a dagger, then healing word himself. I've offered to let him reclass as something else and try to nudge him towards using any of his class abilities at all but he's adamant that he wants to be a bard should i just kill this foolhardy bird (laughs) the player seems to really love him what do i do to make sure the party has fun even though one player is effectively level one forever wow i'm obsessed with this (laughs) (laughs) julia your thoughts i love it i so i i have not played as a player in a lot of D&D, but uh, I played once for one campaign as a magician. And I, unlike everyone else I was playing with, I built my character story first. And Mm. then I like picked my abilities based off of what I felt like that character would actually use in their day to day. So Mm. I was a magician and I had like a lot of just like, cause he wanted to be like a, a magician performer for like kids. So I chose like a lot of things that would be fun for a show. And I was useless for the longest time. Oh no, what class were you actually playing? This was a non D&D game. Oh, it's okay. called yes. uh, Shadow of the Demon Lord. Great game, highly recommend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar to 5e, but with some differences that I, I really like. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So yeah, you were you were a, a wizard, right? Or a... I think I was a magician. Yeah, magician. <laughs> so nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was great. I could like make duplicates of myself. That's I could cool. do like I don't know. It was such a, a bizarre class, but I absolutely loved it. But see, you were casting your spells, and That's like they true. weren't damaging spells, but they were still useful. You you right. were effectively the tank because yeah. no one could hit you. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't yeah. hit anyone yeah. else, but you yeah. would just baffle the opponents. This was a good character that you yeah. made. It seems like this... the problem here is that there weren't enough kids' birthdays for you to go to. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I only had one. I was out of work yeah, wow. real fast. Did you do balloon animals? <laughs> Oh, I should have. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you got to expand. Like, Dang. magic only gets you so far. You can only pull so many doves out of a hat. Yeah, I had a mechanical bird. Ooh. And I used that to cast a lot of spells. Because it had to be, like, things I could touch. So mm, I would, gotcha. like, touch the bird and to do a spell, and then the bird would go somewhere. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> cool. What this question reminded me more of is another time we played together where mm-hmm. you played a character that specialized in pickpocketing, um, and Caldwell... Oh, as the one D- that I DM'd? Yeah, yeah. Caldwell oh, as the DM yeah. basically offered you the ability to <laughs> yeah. use your, your pickpocketing. And wait, wait to... did you do a soap thing? Is this all coming full? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a second. Cobble, did you submit that? <laughs> well, I might have changed some details. <laughs> no, but you, you did this very cool thing as the DM where it was like we were in this final battle and a lot of our players weren't very combat oriented and mm-hmm. you were basically like, Okay, you can just use your highest skill ability as yeah. your attack role. And mm-hmm. Julia was <laughs> like, my character, my character wouldn't want to attack. Right. Yeah. I think you spent that entire <laughs> battle like trying to steal a mini fridge. If yes. Wrong. Yes. I was stealing all of the things in the room and mm-hmm. putting it in my bag because I figured that my character would be more interested in once he got home... Mm-hmm. selling magical items and he would yes. to be like doing this big adventure thing. But even still, you were playing your character correctly because you were a rogue and a thief. That's true, yes. This is not, we are straying from right. the Akak case. Ak-ak. That's Ak-ak. a good, okay. It, well, what, what, a, what college bard is it? Is it a, is it a college of, of swords bard? Because then the daggers make a little more sense. That is it true. It must be because he's, they're talking about Akak having a bunch of daggers right mm-hmm. yeah. like, but level nine college of swords You're that's s- like you still you would have some high level spells right like yeah mm-hmm. it's like um murph played a college of swords bard as Jins, i believe yeah. yes and like Jins was like using his offhand to do bonus action stabs all the right. time but he was also doing like dimension door and a bunch of cool ass spells and mm-hmm. like definitely always healing wording his friends which is yeah. kind of like it, it seems like this bard is like should be one of the the big healers in the group and they're right. not really pulling their weight it feels almost like there's two different issues like mm-hmm. you can play your character stupid but not if you built like the party around this character being a support right mm. like if this character is if their job is to like keep people up like Akak can attack on his turn whatever but like mm-hmm. he should attack still <laughs> he should like heal people that's yeah that's kind of based on and he knows he has heals because <laughs> he heals as, as mentioned yes Akak is healing himself while think, the wizard yeah. is making death <laughs> One of the best things as a bard is you can healing word from anywhere on the battlefield to pop someone up mm-hmm. when they need 
<laughs> it's like a bonus action, right? Yeah, like, it's a bonus like, action. You can you still do... Barely, yeah. But uh, then I don't get to attack twice with a dagger. <laughs> Another dagger attack. I think the worst part is that this character, this player loves their character. Like, yeah. they, they have no flaws with Akak. They love Akak with all their heart. And that's what makes this so difficult. Because we do have to kill Akak. Yeah, yeah. Akak yeah. does need to die. Or yeah. the entire party needs to die. And Akak needs to feel the weight. Of oh, that. that's interesting. Akak is responsible yeah, for a if, TP. If tag. only you had played one chord on your bagpipe, Akak, you mm-hmm. could have saved the day. Yeah. <laughs> but you chose to stab. And now you have to pay the price for it. Yeah, do we have to walk a hard path for Akak here? I think I would rule nine. against Akak here. I um, agree. Just because, like, the idea that you would not, if you have a heal and you would let someone make death save and, and heal yourself <laughs> on the same turn that you attacked mm-hmm. feels like insanely selfish to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's beyond the pale. It just feels like the point of playing a game with your friends is to have fun with mm-hmm. your friends. And if you are the only person who's having fun and everyone else is miserable, mm-hmm. uh, you should probably <laughs> rethink a few things. Yeah. So what? how are we going to punish Akak and their player? Maybe he has to... Oh, but that would be a punishment for everyone. I was going to say, maybe he gets his character taken away and then he has to just like play music for mm. every session going forward in real life. Oh, but yeah. that's he more of a punishment to, I mean, for the having to learn team. how to play the bagpipes in yeah. real life is kind mm. of a... I mean, it's an honor because yes. it's... Yeah. You yeah. Know, You're going to get a lot of work at funerals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Nothing's cooler. I, I think I think playing the bagpipes is really good, but I think learning start... must not be cool at all. No, yeah. that's going like, to be a long road. Yeah. Starting out. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've, excuse this me while I just like... Really, I want to see yeah, how please, expensive yeah. bagpipes are. Yeah. Look up that and then also like a lessons package. Mm-hmm. And then I'm yes. going to say while you're doing that, this is like a very fun tact that we're taking for this court session where it seems like mm-hmm. all of these punishments are like self-improving in a way. Yeah. Like yeah. one of them we've, cha- we, we've sent in someone to life with mm-hmm. their friend to play D&D forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how magical that punishment is if they'll never die. I don't know what the limits of our court are. Maybe we've sentenced them to immortality playing D&D. Yeah, they'll never die, mm-hmm. but they will age. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, cool. Yeah. That's that's cool as well, because then eventually there'll be a couple of skeletons playing D&D. Yeah. And like everyone can just go watch them do it. That's what we're all striving for at the end of the day. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then and now- it looks like bagpipes are actually not terribly expensive. I have no idea if these are working bagpipes, mm-hmm. but... There's a pair on heritageofscotland.com for $14.99. They do have a one-star a one-star review. Oh, no. oh, that's a one-star pipe. Um, but <laughs> on uh, scottishlionsbooth.com, uh, you can get a bagpipe bonanza for 130 bucks. Um, <laughs> what? what is the bonanza element? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at my screen. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's a $1,500. That bagpipe's not covering I, anything. I'm going to Ak- to getting uh, Claymore Imports $1,500 bagpipes. The yeah, that's, bagpipes. that's a good price for a pipe. <laughs> um, but I will teach you for free. So, wow. This yeah, this raises a, first. another question because mm-hmm. bagpipes require two hands to use. Yes. So if they're oh. if they're dual they're making bonus action attacks with their daggers, oh, that means go. that means they're dual wielding because you you can use your bonus action to make an attack with your offhand weapon. Mm-hmm. So they're dual wielding daggers. They're not even playing their bagpipes while they're wielding the daggers. Akak is fucking up in so many ways. Mm-hmm. How mm, <laughs> How many arms this character got? <laughs> Nathan, you were supposed to be our player's judge, and already you've fallen from the path. Well, because they're playing wrong. <laughs> yeah. He's the true I, player's it's the, judge. It's the opposite. It's the exact opposite of, player. of my play style, where it's like, if you want to make a character that's yeah. optimized for daggers... 
Go for it, but I don't waste all your spell slots. Nathan is the player's handbook judge. Yes. Mm. There we go. Very nice. Um, so yes, we're going to sentence them to learn the bagpipe. Mm-hmm. And yes. then I think, how about this? They have to start every session with like a beautiful bagpipe song. And I then they that. close every session as well. With a dirge. Like with a absolutely. sad bagpipe yeah. song. Yeah. Okay, cool. So fucking ordered. Let's go to a quick recess. Oh, um, okay. I've got something here that's not quite a case, uh, more more like a brainstorm. Like a, okay. this person's oh, yeah. looking right. for okay. some advice. We're, we're outside the courtroom now. Mm-hmm. Uh, our robes are open. Yes. We're all, um, you know, sipping coffee, smoking cigarettes, uh, mm-hmm. staring off into mm-hmm. uh, like a, another beautiful New York sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're, we're, we're brainstorming. We're brainstorming. Great. And mm-hmm. actually, Murph and Emily are going to be very sad they missed this question. Oh. Uh, it comes from Katrin, esteemed crit, justices, and oft maligned bailiff. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> um, if it may please the court, I write to you not to settle a dispute because I play with other reasonable adults, but to ask Congrats. your advice on steed stats. My Aladrin mm. Palabard Arcadi has fine steed, and my cool DM allowed me to make the steed a giant black domestic cat named Laszlo. At the outset of the campaign, we decided to use Warhorse stats with the edit of a 16 dex instead of 12, and a pouncing charge instead of a trampling charge. However, as Cute. we've played through a few sessions, there are other components of the Warhorse stats that don't really align with a cat's physiology. I've mm. read suggestions online to use Warg stats, but that felt too overpowered for a level 6 character. Given Justices Murphy and Axford, who are not here, uh, <laughs> proclivity towards cats, I'm appealing to them to supply a cat steed stat block that isn't overpowered, but also better conveys the nuances of having a fey feline as my steed. Thanks, sweeties. Now, Nathan, you have a cat. Is that correct? Uh, no. no. Ju- Julia. I have two. Julia has two, two cats. I have two Perfect. cats. Mm-hmm. Great. We have a cat. We have Cats are being represented here. Yes. I have no cats. So we need, yeah, we need a cat mom to talk, talk to us. I'm here. I've seen cats. The, I've seen them before. 2019? 2019. Oh, oh just cats and animals. <laughs> just in okay. general. Yeah, I've okay. seen them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went to a showing of cats. That, but the, the screen didn't work because it was just full of actual cats. Whoa. Oh, I would have preferred that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it was very surprising. It was an interactive experience. But the theater was shut down. I mean, yeah. But also, you're not going to have rats that way. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. yeah. So it all worked out because they had a big rat problem. Oh, and then same. they brought in all the cats. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you know, they, they started multiplying. They started, like, it was very cute. They were, like, living in, like, the little film canisters and stuff like oh. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about the rats or the cats? Both, actually. Nice. There was they, a, they, made, a, they made a shaky truce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, were, they divided the theater in half. Right. They actually all banded together to fight mm-hmm. the humans the day yeah. they were seeing the this movie. This is a common New York problem <laughs> that happens to most theaters here. Yeah. That's why they're yeah. all AMCs. Cats now. and rats mm-hmm. warring against us yeah. in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you went to go buy your tickets for the Cats movie, it wasn't a person behind there. It was just a stack of cats wearing yeah. a big trench coat. That's mm-hmm. what... All right. So AMC stands for American Mouse Cats Theater. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. My God, I didn't know it was Open American. your fucking eyes, dude. <laughs> Everything, every movie you've ever seen has been made by a bunch of cats in a trench coat. I really thought just Ratatouille was the rat movie. <laughs> that's just that the, was it. That was the tip of the fucking us. iceberg, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Julia, please continue. I, I mean, I've... I've lost the thread. Now I'm just thinking about the cats, rats, mm. theater. Cats, rats, and stats. That's what we need. The That's cats, all we cats, need here. Block. The, the war horse stat block is not cat-like not enough. Mm. Yeah. Is it the agility mm. that's yeah. tripping them up? Is it the dexterity? Is that what they said? They added some more decks from mm-hmm. 12 to mm-hmm. 16, mm-hmm. and they did a pounce instead of a trample, but it sounds like they want more. Is it like a nerfing 
quality that we're looking for here? Are we, are we trying to like make it so that there are like some downsides to this overpowered creature? What are the what's the the challenge rating of a warhorse? Glad you asked. Uh, stat block. <laughs> just, just um, my, okay, so I think on. this might need to be our first um, okay. question that we bring up across sessions because I do I I do want Justice Axford and Murphy to weigh in on this. Yeah, they would. They, this is good for. We'll kick this over to a short rest at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, for sure. Good. So the warhorse, it is a challenge rating of one half. Okay. Its armor class is 11, has 19 hit points, a speed of 60 feet, 18 strength, 12 dex, 13 con, 2 intelligence, 12 wisdom, 7 charisma. Great. I would suggest, just to start things off, yeah. maybe vulnerable to water. Is oh, what I yeah. Say. If an enemy yeah. even pretends to spray at the warhorse cat with a little spray bottle, it, it mm-hmm. freaks out. Yes, yeah. exactly. Or it, or it like arches its back and you fall off. It has to make a yeah. wisdom saving throw. Like that, yeah. Or cool. what if... What if- they get easily distracted. My cats yes. always get easily distracted by birds, by literally anything that makes a noise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they could do. If like you minor a, illusion a laser point, you're done. Yeah. Oh wow! Someone makes a bird noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this and feels yeah. good. A lot of like wisdom saves you have to do. A warhorse's um, passive perception is eleven. Does it feel like a a cat would have higher passive perception? Oh, they're kind of jumpy. They feel like a yeah, cat they are. Everything. Yeah, yeah, because like. Mm, a cat knows mm-hmm. where you are. That's right. At all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's one. Of, I know this about cats. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. And another thing this uh, this horse has is a hoof attack. It's a melee weapon attack, plus six to hit, five foot reach, and it's two d six plus four bludgeoning damage. Well, that's got to be piercing or slashing. Yeah, it's got to change right. to claws. Am I mm-hmm. right? And the reach mm-hmm. should actually probably be a little further because a cat can. I feel cats like, are liquid. Yeah, cats don't have a real shape. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing, cats hate a closed door Hmm. Mm. if there's any door in the vicinity that's closed that cat immediately goes to that door cats more or less (laughs) operate under vampire rules right yes they need to be well it's the opposite of vampire rules oh right they need to not be invited in in order to want to go you close the door and they're like Mm -hmm. okay but i know you said no but i'm coming in but Mm -hmm. what about just me but what about what about just letting me in? Now, I'm just picturing that? like a six foot tall cat like trying to swipe its paw under the edge of the door. Just doing the little kneading on the door <laughs> where they're just trying to... <laughs> yeah. Your door just has scrapes through it. Mm-hmm. So it seems like there's a lot of ways where like, yeah, cat mount is better, but then a mm-hmm. lot of ways where it's worse. I feel yeah. like harder to control, too. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't make a cat do anything. Yeah, because yeah. there, there are plenty of... I was just looking up what the, the challenge rating on some big cats in, in D&D are. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. looks like lion and tiger is both uh, challenge rating one, Okay. Where and panther is uh, one quarter. So there's not... I couldn't find a one half challenge rating cat, but mm-hmm. I think if you go with like a lion or a tiger and then give it these like complications to, to yeah. balance it out. I like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. One more yeah. complication. I feel like this is going to be way too complicated for you to ever play with because I do think that you're going to need to feed the cat every morning. And if the cat doesn't eat all of its food, it's not going to be able to perform all its abilities. Yeah. If or, it leaves like a little bit and like nudges the bowl around all day. Yeah. Then I don't think that it's going to be able to like perform to the you fullest to, extent. Gets a, gets a constitution debuff. Yeah. You have to roll to see if your cat is still interested in the food you've been feeding them for the past three months. <laughs> 
Or, you have to go into town and go to like the cat merchant. You're like, you've been eating this for the past three months. Why aren't you interested in it now? Like you want to try now? this one? No, you don't even like this one. All right. So we're putting the quest for uh, finding uh, the lich's heart on hold. And we are going to be looking for some friskies. Yes. We're going to be looking I... for a store that sells friskies. You like the tuna and shrimp, but not the tuna and the, the, the green leaves. What's up with that? Which one do you want? But it can't, it can't like the food too much or else it'll eat it too fast and then throw up. Yes. Mm. <laughs> And oh, hairballs are definitely hair a thing. Balls. You got You're gonna need to have a hairball table. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. like a wild magic table. Yes, for yes. Hairballs, <laughs> different size hairballs that do different things. Your cat's still trying to hork that up. <laughs> so so I think I think this is this turn. is good. We, yeah. I think we've helped. We've helped a lot. Definitely. Um, I'm sure, Murph and Emily. We've mi- we've there's some glaring thing that we've missed. I'm sure because um, there's only one cat person. But I think here. We, we've got this. We got the ball rolling here yeah. for sure. We we started the conversation, mm-hmm. which is all that we needed to do. Mm. Yes. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer, and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. So Court Crit is back in session. That was a great recess. That was yes. beautiful, yeah. Gracias. Another great sunset.
Yes, mm-hmm. and the sun is now rising on a new day in That's court. True. We all Nicholas, slept on the bench. We did, as we always do. <laughs> Nicholas B. writes, May it please the court and my favorite bailiff. Thanks, guys. Wow. In my absence of a session, my DM has given my character, Aster, a crown of duck summoning. Sorry to stay on the bird topic. <laughs> Aster, a crown of duck summoning as a punishment. He is... <laughs> He has stated that it is fused to my body. (laughs) Therefore, I am unable to remove it. It isn't much of a problem. My party and I have actually tried to utilize it, in fact. The only grievance I have is that my DM won't let us use the ducks in a party move we call Duck Death Cannon. In combat, we pass we pass a duck around between us to build up momentum before we have our Goliath Barbarian yeet it at an enemy's head. Uh-huh. Yeet it is to throw something right. uh, violently. Mm-hmm. We know it would be considered an improvised weapon and that the duck would definitely die, but the image of a kobold's head exploding in a cloud of feathers is quite funny to us. My DM says it's too ridiculous and too much work. I argue argue that if he doesn't want to put in the work he shouldn't have given me the crown yeah thoughts if i must be punished i request to die in a poof of duck feathers i put my phone on airplane mode but somehow murph is calling he's bypassed <laughs> airplane mode and is calling he wants to he wants to chime in on this yeah <laughs> i have a feeling who he's gonna rule for <laughs> all right so let's recap it's mm-hmm. it's a crown yes that is a punishment it's fused to the player's head while right. he yeah. wasn't there he returned from a session he missed with this <laughs> crown yeah. fused to his character's head it's kind of like going to sleep and like getting uh your face covered in sharpie except uh yeah mm, a yes. lot more permanent yeah this this is like an infernal punishment this is I, like what you get for making packs with demons and whatnot i love the idea that throwing a duck mm-hmm. at an enemy is too ridiculous but a crown that is fused to your head <laughs> that summons ducks yeah. is not that's the yeah. DM's not playing by their own rules right here. I don't mm-hmm. think. Yes. I well, think... the thing that tripped me up was like the the part where they were trying to build momentum on the yeah, duck. That one... It seems like they don't need to do that. Yeah. You no. could just have the Goliath throw the duck. <laughs> yes. The Goliath Use throwing improvise. the duck as hard as they can is like that's where the momentum is coming from. Mm-hmm. You didn't pass around the duck and it, it didn't turn into like a fucking vortex. Yeah. You're not using the orbit of the moon to yeah. like build the velocity of the duck. I mean, if, you know, mechanically, if you want to say every player spends their turn taking the help action instead of doing something. To power up the to, duck. To power up the duck. <laughs> you, they should be calling it Chuck a duck, right? Like, Yeah, yes. that's honestly yeah. The, yeah. the source I, of the punishment will come from that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you guys failed to come up with the name Chuck a duck. And <laughs> it's right there. Duck death cannon. It's not even alliterative. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's And it's not a cannon. He's throwing it. It's He's a cannon. He's Mighty Duck Huck. Mighty Duck Huck. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. That's this. These are all better. Yeah. These are all better. Julia, as the resident queen of salt, what are your thoughts? This move, punishing your, your player for not being there or while they're not there, feels like something you do when you're just really irritated by something that's going on. And then mm. because I've, I've tried to punish players for things by just like giving them something really annoying to interact with. And then they turn it around and do something ridiculous with it, which always makes me laugh, honestly, because mm-hmm. like it's that moment where I'm like, uh, you know. I probably shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah. I, was, I was just really salty it's for a, a moment. It's a collaborative game. That's yeah. Right. yeah. And then that's I'm like really reminded. impressed yeah. with, with what they did. And then, you know, if the team's having fun, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know? Hell yeah. It is. It's especially weird to be like, you have a crown that summons ducks. Like, okay, yeah. I'll throw one. It no. is not ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It is a serious crown of ducks. It's only, it's it's the on your head. show up and sit there and you can't do anything with them. You cannot eat them. They are not a source of food. You cannot throw them. DM just quacks for five minutes. Now, let me narrate the scene. 
<laughs> you have angered the flock. <laughs> you think they will work for you? No, nay, you have angered the duck lord. They're taking a peck attack at you. <laughs> you must respect the duck. You did not respect the duck enough. <laughs> this mallard has malice. <laughs> See, I think that there's like even a way to do this where like if the player did need to be punished for something, like if they stole a golden egg from mm-hmm. some sort of duck god mm-hmm. and like they have a duck crown fused to their head now, mm-hmm. maybe it is the sort of thing where like they can try and do like an animal handling check to like persuade one of the ducks to fight for them. But otherwise they are just going to get the shit pecked out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's like ways around this, but I do agree. They're like, if you give them a duck crown, they're going to use the ducks. Yes. Yeah. You have to assume that they're going to use anything that you give them. And Mm -hmm. you have to assume, basically, you have to hope for the best and prepare for the worst, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. just, you you hope that they accept that this is a punishment, I guess. But also, like, accept that they're probably going to do something stupid. This is Kwakov's gun. Yes. Mm -hmm. Correct. Very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) Should we offer a punishment? Yeah, and I think I, it sounds like we're punishing the DM. Unfortunately, yes. Like it seems like they tried something interesting, but they they went a little too hard. They went yeah. a little too hard in the other direction here. What are we thinking? They just have to have a, a real duck. At, <laughs> oh, at the table. I like that. They have to adopt a duck. They have to adopt a duck, and not, that you not steal one from a fucking pond. No, no. to like rescue a duck. Yes. Yeah. You can't just like go pick one up. And it's you must like respect that. it. Mm-hmm. You have to respect. The and duck. you can't raise this duck. From a gosling, mm-hmm. you can't. You have to get like a full-grown duckling. duck. Duckling, you're right. Gosling is a goose. That'd be a goose. You. If you, if you, you, think it, you should get a gosling too. If you think <laughs> yeah, you're getting a duck it. and you end up with a goose, oh boy, <laughs> that's way bigger. That's you and Ryan Gosling have to get a gosling. <laughs> I like this. Maybe gosling's who's giving you the duck. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fun. Get a duck from Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah. Raise it as your own. Absolutely love that. This is another positive one. I love it, gang. Because like you're gonna raise this duck and you're gonna learn that, like, you know what? They're a little trouble, but yep. they come up with some really fun ideas. I just <laughs> I write down the sentences these days. Mm-hmm. Uh so I just wrote sentence get a duck. Get and a that duck. Feels, from Gosling. I that feels, that. Oh yeah, from Ryan Gosling. I think me. Also, if your players see the duck at the table, it's gonna make it more real. They're not gonna want to throw mm-hmm. the ducks as much. They're gonna want to oh, work with them. That's actually an added benefit. This mm-hmm. will put a stop to the mighty duck huck. Because uh, yeah, you don't you're not gonna look at a duck in the eyes and then narrate how your Goliath chucks one at a kobold. Mm-hmm. I saw a person on the streets of LA park their car and get out of the car and they were holding a duck under their hand. So I think that this has already happened. Yeah. I think that the duck punishment has precedent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. How? And like, it looked like they were pretty far along in their treatment because like <laughs> they were getting along super well with this duck. Yeah. This duck was very calm, very placid duck. That was, that was clearly another DM that had done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love to cite precedent. And I'm glad we're citing precedent in this <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I could love it. I duck. was worried that we wouldn't. So ordered. Uh, our next case is from Gene C. <laughs> Uh, may it please the beautiful justices and the lowly but charming bailiff. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. My party recently had a quite violent PvP. My player was brought to zero by a player character who then Whoa. killed my adoptive snake godson. This was done to try to get some powerful relics that I was carrying. The player was who instigated it says that it was a natural progression after some evil choices by his character, but the rest of the party feel like the character went a bit power hungry by murdering their fellow player characters very quickly however he had been coming more evil which we did notice but let slide so he feels that this was telegraphed and we could have just given him the artifacts or shared them between us to get power uh, they belonged to the aforementioned snake godson this character has
has now become an NPC and the player has rejoined the party with a new character, but I'm having a difficult time playing in a friendly manner with this new character mm. as I personally am kind of mad at the player himself. Are my feelings on this valid? I miss my snake's son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's it. This I, is a tough one. I love the animal theme of all of these yeah. questions. There, I do. I think I zero in whenever there's <laughs> yeah. an animal. We got bird bard, yeah. duck throw, mm-hmm. cat mount, mm-hmm. and now snake son. Duck son. Yeah. yeah, snake son. Yes. The thing about this one is that like, you hear snake, snake familiar. Okay, you're nodding your head. You like it. You hear snake son. You're like pretty much better like that like where this is headed you're snake godson and you're like i will defend them with my life this is a very special relationship that's not often explored yeah it's true true. that means a snake trusted you enough to make their offspring Mm -hmm. your uh charge basically exactly and And like we don't know all of the details here like is this person fully in charge of the snake like has this snake's parents died Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know everything. I feel like anytime you do PV, like player versus player, and mm-hmm. someone dies, that feels insane to me. Does think, that happen a lot? I don't. Maybe I'm. I think playing for a podcast sometimes like colors my worldview. Really? Like, does yeah. this happen at at a normal table? Have y'all experienced this? I have not. Mm-hmm. No. Usually, the people I'm playing with, we're all trying to sort of match each other's right. energy yes. and like be on the same team. And if we're doing like characters, st- like if if the party's going evil, we're all going evil. Yeah, yeah. Or... I always play with cuties. I feel like I'm always playing mm-hmm. with like cuties and sweeties that like are all of the same mind. Like you we said, we just want to play pretend with our friends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and you play... killed my fucking yeah, godson. It feels. <laughs> Yeah, it feels very like playing pretend Mm -hmm. in elementary school where like betrayal Mm -hmm. is like the coolest thing you can think of. And I guess here's my my question. And like maybe this was mentioned in the uh, I was going to say the article. It's not an article in in the. They are articles when they're introduced to the court. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Read it back. Mm -hmm. Um, Was this person working in conjunction with the DM? Like, was the DM aware that this was going to happen, that this turn was coming? Because um, I feel like... Yeah, it does not It does not appear so. But there is a postscript that mentions the mm-hmm. DM has assured me there will be no more PvP uh, when I said it made me uncomfortable after this event. Okay, well, that's good. All right. Yeah. So that's... You definitely did the right thing by telling the DM that you were uh, low-key not cool with what yeah. happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I can see, like, as a DM, like, that's a fun idea, like, having one character, like, turn and kind of, like, be, you know, working to help you carry out your, your like, evil character's yeah, demands and gonna, wishes. If you're going to do that, if you're the character doing that, you have to think about the repercussions. Like, you can't mm-hmm. just come back to the table and be like, all right, my new <laughs> character's up? name is Charlie. He's a nice guy. <laughs> He's a nice guy, I swear. You can trust him. Yeah, he loves snakes. Oh, Charlie's going down a darker path. <laughs> this is my new character, Charlie, and he has two snakes sons <laughs> and he loves them they're twins it's happening again charlie's <laughs> mad at you <laughs> yeah, it's that, rough it's hard like it feels like the sort of thing you should probably check with the players beforehand mm-hmm. yeah. as the dm just be like hey mm-hmm. do you guys want there to be pvp stuff that happens or no yeah 
Yeah, I think I would fucking not like that at all. If, somebody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if I was playing, like, all right, how do we get into this tower? Uh oh, you're hitting me. <laughs> what? 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 What happened? This, this happened when Amir guessed it on the podcast. It's true. It felt all bad. Of, yeah, it felt. It was fucking weird. <laughs> We're all playing together, and then all of a sudden, Amir is just like, uh, "I'm gonna hit Jake." Like, what are you doing, man? What the fuck? I think, I yeah, that yeah. I can't. I think if this was like orchestrated by the DM, or if they were in on it together, I could maybe forgive it. But if this player is like fully acting on their own, and then like goes out of their way to kill your snake godson, <laughs> that that feels like a bridge too far. But again, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to give a harsh punishment here because it does seem like they're working on this. Like it feels like they're already rehabilitating a little bit. The player that killed well, the, the, the snake. table. It seems like you know they discussed that like maybe this was like a step too far. We're yeah. gonna like work on this. But this is this still needs to be made right in my eyes. Okay. I think, okay. I think the snake should come back as a ghost. I think this <laughs> this snake shouldn't be lost forever. Yeah. There's got to be right. a yeah. quest to resurrect this snake godson. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like when you have a godchild, you're fucking. It's your purpose is to protect it yeah it's crazy yeah. to take to... because when you have a child like mm. you it's have not to as important it. as a god son no <laughs> it's it's not and i'll tell you why because <laughs> the kid has godparents they got the second set yeah well with godparent like somebody came up to you and said like hey if i die you have to take care of this kid i have that in legal writing that you have to do this really with sid's godparents she doesn't do? have any godparents because uh, we're not committing to that shit yeah, i'm not putting that burden on someone i'll do it <laughs> You'll do it here actually, live on the podcast. I have, um, I don't know why I was doing this, but for a long time on me and Amir's podcast, I was um, saying I wasn't a godchild, so or I, a godfather, <laughs> right? Um, so I was asking for godchildren, um, and a lot of people made me a godfather. Oh, um, wow! So oh, have, so this is just one more. For I have about 14 godchildren, <laughs> and none of them are snakes. <laughs> My collection of godchildren here. Okay, alternatively, uh huh, uh, going with the theme, get a real snake, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I th- you Wait, oh, you think you think that the person that killed the player that killed the other player's snake has to buy them a snake? Just that mm. person has to the person who killed the snake has to get a real snake and take care of that. Live snake by the for snake, die by the snake. You, they got to learn. They got to mm. learn. They got to learn to love that snake and go. Dang, I was wrong. I do love this snake. <laughs> and then that snake is going to be taken away from you. And then when they love Whoa. it the most, the DM has the right to come in and kill that snake. <laughs> yeah, they have to watch that real snake get murdered in front. Well, first the DM has to beat them up so they can't protect the snake. Right. They yeah. fight. Right. They fight. <laughs> Yeah, you are PVP yeah. IRL. You get beat up in real life, and right. while you're hunched over on the ground, you watch the snake that you've taken care. Of. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I do think that that the person should say it had to be this way. <laughs> so Stare if you could get us uh, your DM's address so that we can send them a golden broad axe uh, <laughs> that they can use to kill your snake. We should also, send or you a can snake. kill the snake if you, you want can kill the to. snake if you want. Yeah, um, let me see if I can buy a snake online. You can definitely buy. You a can snake absolutely. Online. Yeah. Um, okay. One of my friends is a snake breeder. What? Yeah. How many do they got? She has a room full of snakes. How many snakes is in a room full of snakes? I think she has like 20. Is that, yeah. all right, so if you've got 20 <laughs> snakes in your room, is that like too many snakes or is like, are there room for more snakes in there? Well, because then she, yeah, is that you know, sells capacity them. Or? Yeah, yeah, break it down for me like Animal on... Crossing style. Like how many how many squares are left? Okay, so <laughs> you know when you go fishing and then outside uh-huh. of your house, you just start putting the, the fish there because you don't got room in your house for those, all those fish. Yeah, you just like yeah. have, you, you basically have like uh, an aquarium eventually. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, she has. She has that. Just picture that, but inside. 
<laughs> with a lot of heating lamps. So she's just got a reptile room. Yeah, she has a reptile room. Okay, I thought you could buy a snake online um, on eBay, but it looks like this person is just selling the skin that the snake oh. shows, which oh, I think boy. is an equally good punishment. You okay. have to buy yeah. the snake skin for forty nine ninety nine on eBay. It also is. Um, it looks like nine dollars. Oh, eight forty with uh, shipping. I mean, yeah. that is a deal. That is a deal and a steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that looks like I'm seeing the picture. That's a big snake. So that's a lot of skin. It's a lot of skin. There's a lot of asterisks here that says this auction is not for a live snake. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a skin that it shed. Why is everyone so mad at me? <laughs> it's not a real snake, guys. I'm it's not refunding anyone else. Okay, for the last <laughs> time. <laughs> it's just the skin. So you could build a weird sock. I don't know. I do feel like I need to say, in the spirit of mm-hmm. being court, I do not condone <laughs> killing your friend's snakes. Yeah, no, no, please you do not, not you go kill your friend's snakes. You shouldn't actually harm mm-hmm. an animal. Do not harm an animal, please. I, yes. I think we're saying it, you also probably shouldn't get a duck with Ryan Gosling. I feel like that's too much. <laughs> I feel well, like if Ryan Gosling you, you is like, if okay. Ryan Gosling's into it, I yeah. think yeah. yeah. I feel like Fine. he'd be you good with do, the duck. Then maybe just the addendum is to like don't harass him about it. I want to get the, the court's temperature on this. If Ryan Gosling comes up to you and he's just like, hey, I'm in way over my head with this duck. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come with like continued acquaintance and friendship with Ryan Gosling? Because like I'm not gonna just help him unload a responsibility and then he fucking goes off and like cavorts with well i get one line yeah i get one line in his next movie you're definitely like getting (laughs) gosling's phone number for this exchange right what what, he's like hey and like send me photos of like what you do with the duck yeah and i'll be like oh tight and yeah and then if he like if he starts like being slow to respond and he just starts like liking a photo and not Mm. being like always giving you hey awesome you guys went to the beach but like I want yeah. If he starts giving me thumbs up, I'm finding him and being like, "Yo, you're taking this back," you know. Like, well, hey. then the move that you can do is that mm-hmm. you like, "Hey, this duck has a problem. You got more duck experience than me. I have a question about the duck." And yeah. then you you start using that, and then you're like, "By the way, I saw your movie, whatever it is at the time." And yeah. then you're like, "Good job." And that's how you get in is like right. a slow conversation. Builder, that's cool. You know? What were you mm. feeding the duck? And what was your workout in Place Beyond the Pines? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what were you eating then man uh-huh. <laughs> tell me everything i really like that you delivered this line it's great anyway this duck like, is yeah. really sick yeah Sorry. <laughs> your duck died six months ago <laughs> i took all these photos in one wild weekend with the duck <laughs> hey ryan do you replace ducks what's your what's your guarantee i just on feel that? like horace would want me to be in blade runner 2 <laughs> Or Blade Runner 3, I Can guess. I get a plus six for the premiere? <laughs> the I duck has cool, friends. I can do a cool robot voice. Have me in Blade Runner. <laughs> that's what the like replicants do, right? Yeah, they, that. Speak, they speak like robots, right? <laughs> I am a replicant. See, it's good. Deckard, no, do not delete me. <laughs> right? I've read the book. Yeah. Add Anna DeArmas to this thread, please. <laughs> it is like tears in the rain. <laughs> See, I can do it. Ryan, please. Also, please replace this duck. He's so sick. We need, you got to give me a new duck, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing you a favor, buddy. Um, Jesus. So I, how much talk- snake skin are <laughs> we, we giving this player? snakes and we started talking about ducks. I think, I think bring it back around. Bring it back, yeah. We, we want to be safe. We don't want any animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. So yes, purchase this the snake person, skin on eBay. Yeah, purchase the snake skin on eBay. Better. They have to wear the snake skin. Oh, when they play this new punishment character, as a reminder. Mm-hmm. Also, whatever quest they're doing has to go on hold until they kill this NPC <laughs> and resurrect yeah. 
the snake god son. Yeah, I do. I think you want to. I want to. I want to be in touch with your DM and be like, you should have the snake. Back. Wait, it, it's way back. too late to ask this question. But is it snake god's son or snake god son? God son. God okay, son. <laughs> cool. Just not god's son. Just clarifying. Uh, it could yeah. be both, I guess. Right. It could. It could yeah. be a snake god that died, and <laughs> it's a snake god's player. son who's also my godson. Yeah. It was an adoptive snake god's son. Okay, great. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure that was clear. It is from a god. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Wow. We, we praise transparency in this court. Mm. Very um, good. All right. So ordered, I guess, and that is all the cases we have. Yeah, that's great. it. Uh, so that brings this courtroom is adjourned i guess we'd love you guys to plug anything you have going on mm-hmm. well catch nathan and i on Drawfee show on youtube yeah if you're into mysteries role-playing mysteries watch draw detectives season mm. two is out now you don't need to watch season one to get what's going on in season mm. two but you should because it's really good yeah mm. but you should because it's it's a wild time y'all got a patreon for that we got that a patreon we got say the url say it nice and slow for mm-hmm. everybody patreon.com Forward slash Druffy. Forward slash? Forward slash? Backslash? Forward slash. It's a slash. It's, it's a gotta slash. be a back. It's gotta be backslash. <laughs> Try the forward slash. Is that slash. A it work? might work. Do a backslash. So, you know what? Just treat yourself. Use a forward slash every once in a while. It's kind of fun. <laughs> I tripped myself I up because I started is. doing a voice and yeah. I was like, this is nothing. It's true. Backslash <laughs> would not sound as good in that voice. Forward slash. Forward, forward, forward slash. slash. <laughs> I even tripped over it. <laughs> forward slash, when you say like that, does sound like a, a ski move or something that you do on the slopes. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do the uh, the pizza. Pizza to forward slash. You gotta do the pizza and then the forward slash. This is the only way. <laughs> the forward slash is uh, Akak's favorite uh, attack. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, let's what kill Akak one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can close out the session. All right. Well, thanks again to Julia and Nathan. We'll have some bonus cases uh, with Julia and Nathan. If you guys want some more, over at patreon.com slash nadpod. Don't Oy! sing Caldwell. Don't do it. Uh, you can follow everybody on social media. Caldwell is at Caldy. I'm at Jake Hurwitz. I'm at, at Nathan Yaffe. And I'm at Julia Le Petit. Nice. You can also follow uh, at Drawfee Show as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, we are. The youth of the nation. We are, we are. You the nation. I realize we forgot to tell Julie about this. I'm very sorry. I was just, I was just (laughs) happening. I was having a happy listen. Yeah, I'm glad it was a surprise. That's enough. Thanks. It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. It's time to shout out our benevolent council of elders. Oh, benevolent, you really are. Starting with Brad D, Jeffrey S, Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M, soapsmiths of the underdark. These squeaky clean sages can create a bar of soap that's malleable enough to copy a key, yet strong enough to mold it into metal. Just don't try bathing with it, you will die. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jive G, Dylan B, and Dungeon Mama. Pickpockets who attach bars of soap to their feet to help them make clean getaways. This maneuver doesn't actually work, but while the guards are laughing at how dumb it looks, they throw a smoke bomb and escape for real. 
Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, Scott D, and Danny P. The Re-Rollers, an elite squad of DMs who intimidate problem players into changing their class or character to better fit the party composition. They are currently tracking Ak-Ak's location and preparing their next move. Mixologist Michael McD, Vincent W, Victor T. Balnor's boy, and Andrew Burr. The Critter Court, a group of animal lovers who make sure all the Supreme Crit's judgments involving animals are fair and equitable. Even they said it was fine to kill Ak-Ak. Justin I, Ragnar Thirdwind, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, and Trele the Crayfe. Members of Nicholas B's party who have started to take advantage of the duck crown. Each of them wears a cape of feathers and wields a blade made of duck beaks. They even referred to D&D as ducks and dragons. Sorry gang, but we're rolling with the DM on this one. Jared E. Austin Bonesaw MR, Damiel R, cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and Gage M. Ryan Gosling's personal duck breeders. Turns out the reason he gave away his pet duck is because he already had a flock. Despite his name, the man loves ducklings. Filbert the Fabulous, Richard X Machina, Michael L, Trust the Traveler, and Sir Carl, Ryan Gosling's personal geese eaters. If a goose gets within 10 yards of him, these trained hunters capture it, drive it 50 miles away, then toss it out of the truck. Again, despite his name, Ryan loves ducklings and absolutely despises geese. Weird, but true. Jory S, Callum L, Jack L, Flawless Whale, and Sam L. Ryan Gosling's personal swan bee goners. To Ryan, swans are basically geese and, as such, can't stand them. To that end, he's hired a squad to make sure any swan never enters near his vision. I know it's weird, but I swear I'm not making any of this up. Nicholas C, Mike H, Udishmilik, the baby Bronze Dragon, Matthew E, and Colton B. These folks run the coffee trucks outside the Supreme Crit and are ultimately the ones responsible when the judges get too hopped up on caffeine and sentence people to death. Megan S., Nabadger, Panama James, Cummins the Bard, and Captain Sigil. Justices from the lower crit waiting in the wings for a Supreme Crit justice to abstain again so they can take the bench. Nathan C., Grace G, Diana, CC Lulu, and Barnesinator. Bailiff Jake's gym buddies who motivate him by telling him he's lowly every time he sits down at the bench to bench press. Bring it on, haters! Michelle O, Alex W, Timmy R, Jonathan W, the crock-wearing warrior, Lucas B, and Aaron S. Ryan Gosling's Goslings. These Goslings are fed exactly what Gosling eats. Nine protein shakes a day. They're jacked geese. It's Kevin, Bionic Pookie, New York, KDW, Cass, and Stephen C. People who bought what they thought was a live snake on eBay only to find out it was actually only snake skin. And when they went to return it, the skin turned into dust in their hands. Not cool! Michael M, Mike K, Joy T, Nick W, Taylor A, and Esme M. Prisoners of the drow who actually have a ton of copies of the keys, but they're just kind of into how cool and dank it is down here. Kelsey C, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, B 
Big Beardo the Mad, Eric McDee, and giant monsters on the horizon. Locksmiths who exclusively use soap to make new keys. It's time-consuming, expensive, and their keys often break, but at least it's a lot of effort. Gulia Julia, Thrath, Burly T, J Dragonborn, Joro the Unappropro, and Cody B. Rogues who have never in their life paid for a bar of soap. They will just take a melty, half-used bar out of the bathroom before you even notice. That's how good rogues are at stealing soap. Liam D, the Sandrian, Ben A, Dave H, and Koala Bear. Celestial snake angels who have adopted Jean C's dead snake godson. Whenever you see a shooting star, that's Jean C's slithering amongst the cosmos and eating rats the size of planets. Catherine S., David K, Christian S, Dustin S, Keith K, and Connor F, the owners of Paintball v Paintball, a pocket dimension paintball course that players can use as an alternative to PvP. You can still kill each other in this pocket dimension, but be warned, the fine is steep. Kyle H, the Time Walker, Emilio D, Two Left Eyes, DPC is awesome, Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian, and Porkchop. A group of cowboys who ride giant cat mounts instead of horses. They also dress up as cat boys in their spare time, which is personally enriching for them, but deeply confusing for the cows. Chanel M. Thomas B. Velociraptor. Minette F. Pat L. And Achutha A. The Council of Nerf. These seasoned DMs are responsible for judging whether players, spells, or items are OP. Their commitment is unwavering. Their rulings ironclad. Their gavels, however, squishy and made of foam. Lauren H., David M., Joshua D. Elias Hawthorne, Alex H., and the eldest Barry. A guild of locksmiths who have invented a key that can't be duplicated by soap mold. Turns out the trick was just to make the guards keep the keys in their pocket. Ingenious. Ryan S., the Bone Duster. Robert Crisp, Brentley C., and Micah B., former Olympic shot putters who wanted an extra challenge. Thus, the international phenomenon of duck hooking was born. Ploops, Carly Ann. Lori P, Seth AJ, Spam Gaming, the not-so-skilled gamer. Demonic birds who crafted the duck crown. They swore never to let it fall into the wrong hands, but then got distracted by a bunch of breadcrumbs and dropped it into a portal. Oops! Connor Savage, Christopher J. Pebblepot, P, Leviathan, and BioQuirt7, a band of bagpipers hired by the two crew to accompany every session. They play a solemn dirge every time someone rolls a nat one. It lasts over ten minutes and is almost impossible to edit out of every episode. Sorry, Murph, but it really sets the tone. Remington CD, Amber Dextrous, Thrill of the Fright, Sullivan H, and Trub Hop Dropper. Some of Bailiff Hurwitz's many godchildren, due to a contractual loophole, he is legally obligated to pay for all their college tuition. How thoughtful. Sydney T, Matt Y, Alex C, Lindsay W, Champ Wild, and Valen, bagpipe teachers who are tasked with teaching Akak 
how to play the bagpipes. He has some raw ability, but he keeps trying to stab them, which isn't ideal. Sprite Pepsi, Carlin C, Jake, Sessie A, and Matthew J, members of Heidi's table who are all irate they have to listen to the bagpipes at the beginning and end of every session, except for Sessie, who's kind of into it. T-R-A-P, Noah, Estelle, Baron S. Sebastian's romance partner from the Baronies, Conflicted DM, and Justin L.B., French chefs who also use a crown of duck summoning to keep their restaurant chock full of their signature duck dish. The crown ultimately kills more ducks, but it is tastier. Dandy, Jennifer R., Clifton A., Richard G., M. Barber, and Marcus P., Farmers who are all confused at Ryan Gosling's presence at the farmer's market, but they better get used to it. Gosling's Gosling's is a thriving business and it's here to stay. Pup Kalish, Gabriel M, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota JP, and Pagos, self-proclaimed fey prince. Snakes at their family reunion who are all wondering where Jean C's snake godson is. Oh my god, have we got bad news for y'all. Tracy P., the Crick Elf Librarian, Andy E., Scrumpy Bogpipe, Holly Hyena, and Anthony A. Players who monitor PvP battles at the table in case someone rules lawyers and who are eager to argue cases in front of the Supreme Crit, but unfortunately, we have a strict no-rules-lawyer rule. Abigail, Maybe, Egg Infinitum, Sloth King 777, Cal Can't Commit, and Commodore. Ryan Gosling's eggs. Ryan is eager to raise these young Goslings and love them like his own children, but Ryan is also hungry for an omelette. Edison N., Russell H., Neos, Laura R., and Kira. Akak's barred college professors. They would all be equally horrified to see him ignoring everything he learned at bard school, especially healing word. Logan H, Sean G, Morgan M, Sticker, who I wonder if you are someone that I met at the live show last week. If so, hi. And Zachary A, a team of contractors currently building a pond at Ryan Gosling's house. He won't tell them what it's for, but we all know. And that's it. Thank you all. You are all so good to us, and we love you so much. So here's a little kiss. Mwah. Goodbye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast.